1: From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Central, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world, with a sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kalihi for over 95 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4th, 1923 and pass on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans, Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent and homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today, we're celebrating the 39th anniversary of our Kingdom of God crusade telecast. First of all, we'd like to extend a warm and gracious thank you to all of our saints, friends, and families, and viewers who tune in weekly and share the Word of God and musical renditions of praises and thanksgiving to Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Also, a very special mahalo to KITV4 and its awesome crew, past, present, and future, ensuring that our programming is recorded and distributed with the highest degree of excellence. God bless you all. And now, under the direction of Emilia Hahn, the church choir blend their voices to this beautiful number entitled, Only God. As God-fearing individuals, we know deep within our hearts that as we hold fast to our Lord Jesus Christ, asking him to go forward in all that we do daily, he will, he hears and sees all and can do all. There is no limit to what God can do. He is only a prayer away. Edith Matsuki will accompany the choir on the piano with Pohaku Carter on the organ. Coming up next will be the church band under my direction to play that inspiring rendition of The Time is Now. Our soloist for this morning will be Rose Pohaku Carter to sing a most moving and captivating song of the gathering with the saints, family and friends in heaven. The song is entitled, Look For Me. Accompanying Pohaku will be Iris Locke on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass and Mason Asano Sr. and Trusty Associate Pastor Evan Sprott Sr. on the guitars.
2: When you finally make your entrance to that city Of jasper walls and bright golden avenue As you behold all its beauty and its splendor Remember, there's just one request I make of you. As you go down your list of firsts, there's no question. You want to see your loved ones waiting there for you. And when you feel you've shared your story with the last one, to hear you tell just how you made it through look for me for I will be there too I realize that you arrived there'll be so much Look for me, for I will be there, too. Look for me, for I will be there, too.
1: The church choir will now sing, This is God's house. Oh, how wonderful to have a place of worship, of peace, of love, of joy, a place to have and be able to lay our burdens at God's feet, for we cannot bear them alone. No one can. Having a sanctified place of worship with Jesus' presence, with His words of strength, wisdom, and beauty, which feeds and fills our souls, as well as the infilling of His Holy Spirit, which flows throughout, and let us drink to our heart's content. Yes, Thank you, Jesus, for giving us a place to worship where everyone is welcome.
0: With passion, enter with grace, walk through the door.
1: Just the associate pastor, Evans Broad Sr., will now play this old-time favorite on his guitar entitled, There Is Someone. And now we call upon two sisters in Christ Jesus and cousins in real life. They are Seneca Rose Hahn and Kelsey Pualoa to sing that beautiful, moving and inspiring song entitled, Heaven Came Down and Glory Filled My Soul. What a victorious moment it was when God sent his only begotten son down to earth, preaching and teaching the path of salvation to reach heaven and making that final and ultimate sacrifice with his own life because of his love for us all. This song is dedicated to Mrs. Ellen and Mrs. Doreen Refamina of Honolulu. We pray the Lord will continue to pour forth his bountiful blessings upon you as you stand and press forward day by day to serve him. Your rewards await you. Hold fast for Jesus is coming soon. God bless you, sisters. (laughs) ¶¶
3: Shalom, and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about gospel work and view a Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on jesuscomingsoon.org. And now concerning our occasional gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing service at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Kaimuki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by Neighbor Island Branch Churches. As services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaneda Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines.
1: Welcome, dear television viewers, and thank you for the opportunity to share the glorious gospel of the Kingdom of God with you in the comfort of your homes. Please be blessed by the Lord Jesus Christ as you join in the reading of God's Word in today's sermon entitled, Diligence in Serving Jesus Christ. We remind the congregation to always review world events with Jesus Christ in mind. Therefore, viewing mankind's lifestyles And behavior through the eyes of God's Holy Spirit and God's Word, the Bible, will give everyone spiritual insight to foresee the many warning signs of His coming. Through the eyes of God's Holy Spirit and diligent study of God's Word, we will better understand how and why mankind and churches sometimes estrange themselves from the righteousness of God. Paul exhorts in Ephesians, the 5th chapter, 15 to 17 verses, See then that he walks circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Following the Lord Jesus Christ in our daily lives teaches us that it is not what we achieve in this life but our diligence in service to him that is most pleasing. Samuel, God's prophet spoke to King Saul in 1 Samuel, the 15th chapter and 22nd verse. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord his great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in the wing, the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. With that thought in mind, We must stand with the Lord Jesus Christ, regardless of the path mankind may choose to follow. Standing firm upon the foundation of Jesus Christ, will diffuse the wiles of the devil that leads to sinful thinking, contentions, and gainsaying God's word. Becoming firmly planted on Christ Jesus, the solid rock increases our faith and ability to withstand any assault from the enemy. Therefore, God's Holy Spirit must have free course in our daily lives to reap blessings of prosperity, good success, and victory. When Moses descended from Mount Sinai, he brought with him God's commandments and specific instructions of all the children of Israel must worship and present themselves unto him. Paul explains in Hebrews 8, 5, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, saith ye, that thou make all things according to the pattern shown to thee in the mount. Hence the gospel of the kingdom of God, preached by Jesus Christ himself, must be followed to the very letter. To preclude inserting mankind's ideas within the will of God. As believing men, women, and children, we must put Jesus Christ first in our daily lives to ensure our faith and hope will help us when He returns in clouds of glory, saying, Come up hither. We must always remember the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary to redeem and free all mankind from the consequence of sin and eternal damnation. King David, a man after God's own heart, was not sinless or ever free because we know that Jesus Christ himself is the only perfect one. Therefore, King David had to be diligent in his service to the Lord Jesus Christ through daily prayer, fasting, and obedience to God's commandments. In 1 Chronicles, the 15th chapter of verses 1 to 2 and 12 to 14 also relates, And David made him houses in the city of David, and prepared a place for the ark of God, and pitched for it a tent. Then David said, None ought to carry the ark of God, but the Levites, for them hath the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God, and to minister unto him forever. And he said unto them, Ye are the chief of the fathers of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both ye and your brethren, that he may bring up the ark of the Lord God of Israel unto the place that I have prepared for it. For because he did not at the first, the Lord our God made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due order. Instead of using the Levites, who were designated for special service to carry the Ark of the Lord. King David had to learn the hard way, and it cost him the life of a trusted soldier because they did not adhere to God's spiritual instructions. Psalms nineteen twelve to 14 offers this insight. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults, Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. As religious leaders today, we are all subjected to our human desires, and we must be diligent in our daily service and high calling in Christ Jesus. Therefore, Hebrews 13:8 is a reminder of the daily presence of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. As the body of Christ, His church, we must be diligent to the doctrines and commandments of Jesus Christ, To become pleasing in his sight. And if we refuse to follow God's commandments, we will become a God unto ourselves and reap the final reward of eternal damnation. 2 Peter, the first chapter, 10 through 11, replies Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly unto the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, every man, woman, and child must accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord to obtain the salvation of our souls and eternal life in heaven above. God sent Jesus Christ his only begotten son, to die on the cross of Calvary and to redeem the sin inherited from Adam and Eve, who disobeyed God's instruction in the Garden of Eden and thereby pronounced sin upon the entire human race. Paul writes in Romans ten thirteen to 15, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mark 1, 14 to 15 relates. Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Every man, woman, and child must repent and believe the self-same gospel of the kingdom of God Jesus Christ preached on the shores of Galilee. The gospel good news is Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Nicodemus, a learned Jew and Pharisee, came to speak with Jesus Christ by night concerning the wonderful miracles that be witnessed. In John 3, 2-4, he recites the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I see unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus Christ in John 3, 5 answered, Nicodemus, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ also spoke to Peter, giving him the keys to the kingdom of God on the coast of Caesarea Philippi. Therefore, the combination of being born again of water and of the Spirit is God's rebirth commandment applicable to every man, woman, and child. Jesus Christ set the pattern for all generations to follow when he was baptized by John the Baptist in the River Jordan. And Peter explained the foundational truth for baptism, saying that it is the answer of a good conscience toward God. Being born again signifies the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Stepping into the water symbolizes his death. Being immersed under the water symbolizes his burial, and coming up out of the water symbolizes his resurrection. We then are resurrected to live a new life in Christ Jesus, and our sins are removed as far as the east is from the west. And on the day of Pentecost, God's Holy Spirit was outpoured upon the 120 disciples who tarried in the upper chamber in Jerusalem to form God's first true church. In Acts 2.38, Peter uses the key to unlock the door of salvation, saying, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter preached the gospel, giving mankind the greatest altar call ever given to the Jews in Jerusalem who had just crucified Jesus Christ. Everyone must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues to confirm the infilling of God's Holy Spirit as evidence in the Bible. Acts 4.12 is God's confirmation for baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Philippians 2, verses 9 through 11 also declares, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, through the glory of God the Father. Today, we use the name of Jesus Christ for baptism, cast out devils, to heal the sick and afflicted, and to raise the dead. Therefore receiving the salvation of the soul is the greatest miracle every man, woman, and child can ever receive in this earthly life. Being born again gives believers God's spiritual identity with Jesus Christ. Therefore. 1 Peter 1.23 declares, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The Apostle Paul had a personal encounter with Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, and it changed his life completely when he was baptized and filled with God's Holy Spirit. He then became one of the greatest supporters of Jesus Christ and the gospel of the kingdom of God to both Jewish and Gentile believers alike. Therefore, the salvation of our soul is God's only remedy for mankind to make himself right with Jesus Christ and to have the promise of eternal life in heaven above. Psalms, the 73rd chapter, Verses 25 to 26 states, Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. 2 Peter 3:12 to 14, also adds this encouragement, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that he look for such things, be diligent that he may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless our diligent service and personal testimonies to others will help them come to the Lord Jesus Christ and accept his plan of salvation by being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with his Holy Spirit Philip, in Acts 8, chapter 3, verses 35-37, to instructed by God's angels, testified, and then baptized the eunuch of Ethiopia. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at that same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Likewise, Aquila and Priscilla, trained by the Apostle Paul, testified to Apollos, the preacher in Acts 18, 24 to 28. And it reads, An uncertain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man, and mighty in the Scriptures came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. And being fervent in the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who when he was come, helped them much which I had believed, through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly, showing by the scriptures, that Jesus was Christ. Matthew 17, 1-5 offers this testimony of Jesus Christ with Peter, James, and John. And it reads, And after six days Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up, into an high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of a cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Moses typifies the saints whom God will raise from the dead. Elijah typifies the saints of God who will not see death because they will be caught up as Elijah was caught up into heaven. Moses and Elijah are the two olive trees shown in a vision to Zechariah. And they will preach the gospel in the latter part of the tribulation period. They stood with the Lord Jesus Christ as witnesses unto mankind for Jesus Christ, the Almighty God, Revelation chapter 11, verse six relates, these have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of the prophecy and have power over waters to turn them into blood and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. Peter, James, And John, witness this wonderful revelation and reminded by God's Holy Spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ is above the angels, the prophets, and all mankind, both in heaven and earth. Therefore, Jesus Christ is the only approved image and Savior of the invisible God. Paul comforts our hearts in 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verses 16 through 18, saying, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The term soon is an adverb within the English language used to describe the inevitable return of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory to catch up his waiting bride, the church. Hebrews 610 to 12, denotes you know, God's love for his people. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and to minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. The greatest victory to come for every saint and child of God is to see Jesus Christ return in clouds of glory to call us up, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. Now, if you'd like to know more about God's Word, the Church, and review these telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next Selocast is your host, Head Pastor Leon, Jr. Expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. To end another wonderful gospel of the King of God, Crusade Telecast, We call upon our church band to play for us the selection entitled Deeper, Deeper.